0: Welcome to Zone Defense. We talk all things NBA and NFL. Be sure to follow us on Spotify at Zone Defense Podcast, on Twitter at Zone Defense Pod, and smash that subscribe button down below because it really helps out our channel a lot. Also, let us know what your biggest week one surprise was. Today we'll be doing our week two pick'em of the NFL season. How's it going, guys?
1: I'm good, Drew. I'm really excited for another week of football. Week one was pretty exciting uh, in terms of the pick'em, all of us did fairly well. I mean, Chris and I went even at 8-8, eight and eight, and then Drew, you jumped out to an early lead uh, with a 10-6 record, so congratulations. Yeah, week
2: one's always very hard to kind of predict what teams are going to be and what they're not going to be. Uh, I feel like, I mean, Roman went really safe, pretty much picked all the favorites. I picked a couple wrong, and right out of that Philly pick was pretty nice, but but Drew also had the Pittsburgh pick was impressive In vegas, and then yeah. vegas which was a an absolute thriller of a game so those were the two picks that that stood out to me and a very good call you know i was with you on the raven or the the ravens game with the raiders winning but i i didn't have the balls to do it so congratulations on that drew but long season ahead of us
0: yeah thank you guys i also got the dolphins one right too for uh just yep. keeping tally of things um and i almost got the browns one as well i was pretty pretty good about you myself did. there but then Patrick Mahomes did Patrick Mahomes things, Browns did the Browns things, and that was that. Um but yeah, we can do news and notes now. Uh Chris, how want you uh run us through these things?
2: Yeah, um not not a ton of news for uh, week two, it's uh, you know a pretty pretty light week, but we actually didn't have a ton of injuries either, which is nice. But Raheem Mostert's going to miss the rest of the season, so it's going to be interesting to see how that running back room develops. Ryan Fitzpatrick, which this one's unfortunate, he's going to miss a lot of time, maybe the whole season, even with the hip injury. Uh, Taylor Heineke is going to be playing tonight, actually, against the Giants, which I'm very curious to see how you guys think that game's going to go along. I think it's going to be an interesting game, despite it not being as fun as the Week One matchup on Thursday, but, uh, Jerry, Judy also, uh, the high ankle sprain, not as bad as initially thought I saw the injury and I thought he was done for the year, but I think he's going to come back eventually. And then Lattimore, Marshawn Lattimore got the big extension. I thought he was going to be out for a long time, but he's practicing actually today. I saw, so that's
0: oh,
1: wow.
2: kind of impressive. So he may, he may be out there this week. I still would doubt it, but we'll see. And then Devonte Freeman, uh, was activated to the Baltimore's act. Active roster. He'll probably get some carries, but not a ton. He's probably the third string running back on this team. They also signed Trenton Cannon as well. So he he may get some touches. Actually, no, that was the uh the 49ers signed him from Baltimore's practice squad. That, my bad. But um also to recap, you know, all five rookies actually all of them had a touchdown, which was kind of impressive. But Lance and Fields saw a little bit of action each of them. Lance threw a touchdown pass. Uh, fields ran one in on a read option, which I really like to see. And Andy Dalton also looked like crap. So hopefully we'll see him on the, we'll be breaking down how Fields starting, uh, is going to impact that team. Hopefully that's soon. But, um, also lastly, to wrap it up, Chandler Jones feasted against the, uh, Titans. He had five sacks. I I believe he had two forced fumbles in the game as well. He was an absolute monster and he was looking to break the sacks record in, in one week, for a whole season. So uh, he's on pace right now to break the actual sack record uh, by like week seven. So we'll, we'll see if that actually comes to fruition, but he, he's at, he had an incredible start to the season and that, uh, that defensive line is going to be a menace all year.
0: Yeah, great job, Chris, there with the news and notes. Uh, not too much to add there. It was uh, pretty, it, at least, I mean, for a good reasons, too. There wasn't many injuries for week yeah. one, so that's pretty nice that uh, there's not too much to talk about in that action. Um, but hopefully, uh, Lance and Fields will see more action as uh, the weeks go on, and hopefully they'll start for their respective teams sooner rather than later. Yeah. Uh, but Jimmy G did look decent, I will say. He of course, still, it was the Lions, Lions, so who cares? But he did look, he did look solid. Um, But we'll have to wait and see what what goes on there. I think it'll be the most interesting quarterback room, uh, in my opinion, for the entire league. But we'll now dive into um, our week two pick them. As Roman already said, um, I'm winning right now 10 and 6. Chris and Roman, you guys are tied at 8 and 8. So I think we'll just go in reverse order to start for the uh, Giants football team game. So Roman, who do you got in this matchup?
1: Yeah, Chris was interested in seeing uh, how Heineke starting would impact this game, uh, and for me, it really doesn't. I mean, Washington—they looked pretty decent uh, their first game of the season against the Chargers, uh, and the Giants looked per- not great versus the Broncos uh, with Teddy Bridgewater. So, I mean, they have Galladay; he'll be playing. Hopefully, he can you know be a good wide receiver for Daniel Jones. Uh, Saquon should be activated. I mean, all reports saying he's going to be unleashed this week, whatever that means. Um, but he's still going against a great defense. I'm still going to take Washington. I think it's going to be a pretty good game, but I do think Washington will win pretty convincingly.
2: Yeah. Um. See, I actually saw – see, Saquon's playing, but I've seen that his workload's going to be limited in this one. Uh, Kenny G is also playing in the game, and he he was all right last week. I'm actually going to take the New York Giants in this one. I think they're going to get the win on the road. Uh, I don't know. I didn't think the Giants looked great in week one, but I also didn't think Washington was that great, and Taylor Honecki – it's just not a quarterback that I trust here. I, I think, I don't know, something's telling me the Giants. This is one of those gut calls that me and Drew have been talking about all week that, that I like to make in the pick'em. em Just a gut call, and I think the Giants are going to get it done.
0: Yeah, I mean, you can quote me on this if this ends up being a good game, but I have, like, zero interest in this Thursday night football game. I mean, this is just a boring matchup. Two crap teams that are not going to do anything this year. Uh, compared to last Thursday night's game, this game is is zero interest for me. I think Washington's going to wipe the floor with New York. I think their defense uh, will just make Daniel Jones look awful. Uh, Kenny G, uh, he's a talented player, but how about he stays healthy on the field? It'd be, I, I don't expect him to make it past the first half. Same with Saquon. Uh, I hate the Giants. I think they're crappy. I think they're <laughs> overrated. I think they're garbage. Taylor Heineke is awesome, and I have Washington <laughs> winning this one, running away. Uh, I, so, yeah.
2: <laughs> I'm not excited. Let me just say that I'm not that excited for this game either. I actually think it's going to be a good game, but in a gross way, kind of like uh, just one of those. Honestly, kind of like not not on the same level, but honestly the raven's raiders game was more of a really good game because it was sloppy football this game it's raining in washington i expect this to be a sloppy football game and daniel jones there is no sloppier quarterback than daniel danny dimes daniel jones out there i actually think saquon could have a decent game in this one as well and i'm playing him in fantasy so i'm hoping that this comment bites me in the butt but i think they're gonna i think they're gonna get done man
0: uh, one's going to have a great first quarter and then he's going to probably tear his ACL again and be oh, out God. for the year like he always does. All right. Anyway, going in and he's going to make more uh, Oikos yogurt commercials and his time <laughs> off talking about he's coming back and then he's going to get hurt again. Um, all right. So don't buy Oikos um, or whatever the bleep the yogurt company is called. Anyway, all right. Bengals, Bears. Um, so we got the Bengals and the Bears. The Bears, um, they didn't have a great week one. They were already. Complaining to get Justin Fields in the game, as we already talked about earlier in the show. The Bengals, though, had a terrific Week One. Um, and I think we all had the Vikings winning that game, um, and the Bengals really shut us up. They almost choked it away. Um, it went to overtime. It probably shouldn't have went into overtime, but Cincinnati was able to hang on and get the victory. Um, so we'll kind of just go and rotating order here. So Chris, you start us off with this one.
2: Yeah, um, I think the popular pick in this game would be take Chicago at home, but I didn't think they looked very good in week one. Matthew Stafford lit them up like a Christmas tree. This defense looked awful. Cincinnati looked – their offensive line looked really good against the Vikings improved defense. Joe Mixon looked awesome. Joe Burrow looked good. Jamar Chase looked good. I, I was really impressed with Cincinnati in week one, and that's why I'm going to say they start off the year 2-0 and and take down the Chicago Bears. So it's a team that I was higher on going into the year. But Justin Fields is still not the starting quarterback. So until then, I cannot trust this team to do anything.
0: Yeah. Uh, speaking of overrated pieces of crap teams, uh, Chicago, Chicago Bears. I think they've been overrated for the last three years. Um, the Bears, I mean, they had that one good year when their defense was awesome. Mitchell Trubisky made a pro Bowl. I think that was 2018. And they have not been good ever since, in my opinion. Uh, I know they made the playoffs last year, but that was kind of a fluke because the, the fraudinals uh, kind of choked there down the stretch. Um, and I think, I mean, you look at the Bengals, I think they beat... The second best team of the nfc north last week in the minnesota vikings so i don't see why they can't beat the bears this week this might be an easy win for roman here i don't know where he's going but um, i'm also taking cincinnati um because i think I, I don't know i like joe burrow a lot and I don't, there's just something nice about this team I, this might be the only two games they win all year but um i think they i, I don't trust chicago at all and uh, i feel like it's going to be a really close game regardless um, it's really going to come down to, I think, um, the red rifle Andy Dalton or Justin Fields if he comes in there. I think if Fields comes in there, I think they could win this game easily because the Bengals' defense is nothing to write home about. Um, but I think if Andy Dalton stays in there, I guess you do have the revenge game narrative for Andy Dalton because he did play for Cincinnati way back when. Um, but I don't know. I think, I think the Bengals are going to get it done here. And I guess you could also look at, it at the angle that the Bengals know Andy Dalton, probably know his weaknesses very well, and maybe they'll be able to attack those. So I got the Bengals too possibly in a shocker.
1: Well, and shout out to Jamari Shaysa as well. I mean, he, you know, quieted the haters. He he looked pretty good in his first game. Uh, Nothing like the preseason. Uh, I'm actually also going to take the Bengals, which means that they're probably going to get blown out by 47 or something. But I, I like the Cincinnati Bengals this week as well.
0: Wow, that's pretty surprising. I, I when I saw this matchup, I was going Bengals and I'm surprised yeah, everyone yeah. Bengals. But uh we all didn't go Bengals last week, which means they're probably gonna lose this week. Nice. Uh next up, we got Texans Browns. Speaking of shutting up the haters, the Houston Texans, they went off last week. I think believe we all had Jacksonville too. I said I do remember, Chris, you said um that if they were going to win, if Houston was going to win any game, it was going to be week one. And they did. Tyrod Taylor looked awesome. He had a few bombs to Brandon Cooks. I didn't know he had that arm strength. They were kind of wobbly, but it was still pretty sick to see. Um, especially because I have Brandon Cooks on my fantasy team. Uh, But yeah, great week one victory there for the Texans Uh, and the Browns. As I mentioned at the top of the show, um, the (laughs) Browns already got the Browns in there. The Browns uh, they played great in week one, but they just choked. And I'm just going to stop talking because everyone's already putting their picks in. I also have the Browns. Uh, I guess I'll go first for the next game. Unless does anybody have any analysis for the Texans? uh Jacksons Browns. I mean, I thought kind of, I feel like we got to give shout out to Houston because they might this might be their Super Bowl. Was Week One. I mean, they smacked Jacksonville. That was really impressive by them. But Cleveland also looked really good outside of that kind of second half of the third quarter into the fourth, where they kind of fell apart and lost to the probably Super Bowl champs this year and the Chiefs. But overall, they still looked really good. So, um, anything you guys want to add, or can we just move on?
2: Yeah, one thing for me that I want to add is that if you're playing against or you have Nick Chubb this week. Uh, He's too obvious as a start of the week, but he might run for seven hundred and fifty yards in this game. I mean, this this is a very one sided and I one sided. I don't know what the spread is on this game. I'm assuming it's double digits and I would definitely take Cleveland. I think they're gonna I mean, Houston, impressive moral and physical victory in week one for the for their uh new regime and Tyrod Taylor, everybody's favorite quarterback, superstar, Tyrod Taylor. But yeah, this is gonna be brutal, man. Mark Ingram. I, feel bad that this is their prize for winning in week one. They get to play an actual football team.
1: I mean, I, I'm still kind of impressed that week one win, but like I mentioned, like or we all agree with, you know, the, the decline starts here. I mean, it's not going to be a very win. Wins are minimal for them for the rest of the season. Uh, they should have enjoyed week one while it lasted.
0: Yeah, I mean, this could be like, uh, speaking of Jacksonville, this could be like Jacksonville last year where they Mm -hmm. won week one and they lost the rest of the way. But we'll have to wait and see. I did want to give them a little shout out, though, because I I don't think we're going to be picking them really at all this year. And they they did look really good in in week one. Um, Next up, an actual football game. Uh, The Rams and the Colts. The Colts did not look great um, in, in week one. The Seahawks kind of had their way with them offensively. Um, and I didn't think Carson Wentz looked that bad, to be honest, but the Seahawks, I thought their defense looked really good. So maybe more testament to them rather than the problems with the Colts. And the Rams, I mean, I don't think you could have asked for a, a better start to the Matthew Stafford era. I know Roman's already smiling. He's already really excited probably already got his Super Bowl uh, championship t-shirt for the Rams and Stafford and everything. But defensively, they looked, they looked awesome. Offensively, I mean, Stafford threw a bomb touchdown on his first drive. I mean, that was insane. Um, so they looked like uh, the Super Bowl contenders that we all expected them to be. And I think they start the year off 2-0 and pretty convincingly. I As high as I was on the Colts last year, I'm a lot lower on them this year, um, at least to start the year. They have a brutal start to the schedule. And I think they unfortunately start 0-2, but I think they will pick up the pace there. In the second half of the year because they do have a better schedule but Roman you already got the Rams down anything you want to add off of what I said
1: well like you already mentioned that that debut was perfect for Stafford Uh, He got all the weapons involved then Jefferson Cooper Cobb Robert Woods at the end even Higby Um, pretty much you know very flawless I mean he he already showed his connection with McVeigh very nicely Uh, they are, they're basically on the same level. And also apparently he has breakfast with Cooper cup every morning. So that's nice to hear. Uh, would have liked to know that in fantasy. So I could have drafted him, but uh, I think, you know, the Rams are going to be pretty rock solid and a a tough team to beat the other rest of the year.
2: Yeah. Indy did. I, in my opinion, Indy looked pretty bad in week one. I mean, their defense was giving up like walking Tyler Lockett touchdowns left and right. It felt like they gave up a bunch of yards to Russell Wilson too. Uh, I expect them to play better in against the Rams at home for this one, but it's – I mean, like Drew said, this is a brutal start to the schedule. I mean, this is – you're playing two of the better teams from the best division in the, in the league, in my opinion, in the NFC West. So the Rams, I, ex, I assume, are going to win this game, but I actually do think it's going to be pretty close.
0: Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, we're moving out into an AFC East rivalry matchup between the Bills and the Dolphins. The Bills come into it zero and one after a really just disgusting game one against the Steelers. Defensive, hard nosed football, um, and the Steelers just won it because I think they have a slightly better defense than Buffalo. But I will say, I mean, it could be concerning that Buffalo's offense didn't look that great, but their defense I thought looked really good uh, against a. a decent pittsburgh offense um i thought their their defense had some struggles last year buffalo's did and i thought it, it was a good week one kind of showing because i think their offense is going to be there eventually uh, then you got miami who as i already mentioned earlier beat new england in week one a solid win for them um i do unfortunately for dolphins fans though actually i'm not going first for this one roman is so i'm gonna reserve my judgment roman who do you got in this
1: one Yeah, I was kind of surprised Buffalo lost, but it was overall a good win for the Steelers. Najee Harris was in on 100% of the plays, so that's definitely really good to hear for fantasy purposes. Um, Miami, though, they did pull out a good win, um, very close against the Patriots. I thought Tua would have gotten a little bit more roughed out against that Patriots D, but he stuck in there pretty well, Um, was gifted a late turnover at the end, but uh, I'm taking I'm taking Buffalo this game. This is a, a game that Josh Allen needs to get back on track and the whole team as a matter, but I think they're going to get it done.
2: Yeah, um, Buffalo, I, I have them winning this one as well. It is in Miami. I don't want to take them lightly after their gritty week one win, but I am going to go with the Bills. I think they're going to bounce back, and Josh Allen lit up this defense in week 17 last year. I don't know if anybody remembers that game, but he went absolutely crazy in the first half against them. I expect similar things. The Buffalo's defense looked really good in week one against the Steelers. I expect their offense to bounce back in a big way. Beat Miami in a close game, though.
0: Yeah, I don't have too much to add. I believe, didn't he light them up in week one, too? Didn't they play? He probably, yeah, he probably did. I think did. they started the week did, yeah. last year, too. So, yeah, I think, uh, for whatever reason, Josh Allen understands this Miami defense, and I think the offense is going to be a little ticked off. They didn't look. They looked awful, honestly, against yeah, they the, did. the really good Pittsburgh defense last week, and they're going to bounce back this week. Um, another AFC divisional matchup between the Patriots and the Jets. Both teams enter the contest 0-1. The Jets um, lost to the Panthers. That was also kind of an ugly game. I thought their defense actually didn't look terrible. I think they limited to Carolina to, what, 20 points? Their offense, though, aside from a few nice Zach Wilson plays, uh, they left left a lot to be desired for sure and the patriots um they played I think they, play, I think they i didn't think they played terribly um they just came up i think they only lost by like a, i think it was a point one, or yeah, one point um to 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 miami so um not a terrible week 1 by them but chris who do you have going on in the, winning in this matchup
2: yeah, New England should be 1-0, man. I mean, Damian Harris fumbled at like the 10-yard line. Well, they had a chance to win that game, but he, yeah, I mean, they, he he kind he's still a really good running back, had a really good game in, in Week 1. I got New England in this one. I think they're going to win convincingly in Week 2. Ticked off after that Week 1 L, uh, and I didn't see much from the Jets that I really liked. I mean, their defense, like Drew said, looked all right, but their offense looked just as bad as their defense looked good, so... I think New England will run the ball successfully and and win this game pretty convincingly in what should be a low-scoring game.
0: Yes, I really like this matchup, um, especially for fantasy purposes as well, um, as a little maybe teaser to our fantasy picks later in the episode. Um, but yeah, I got the Patriots um, winning this game going away, I think. I think the Patriots are a better team than the Panthers, even though I do like the Panthers as well. And I think they're going to be able to kind of win this game pretty handily. But I am curious because Roman hasn't put his pick in yet. Are you picking the Jets?
1: Well, I will say that the Patriots obviously have much more talent, right? I mean, their defense is stacked besides whether they whether they don't have Gilmore or not. Um but I'm surprised they didn't do like a whole lot. I mean, they did hold Miami to seventeen points, which I guess is a good accomplishment. Um but Zach Wilson, I mean, he started off slow, came on strong at the end with two touchdowns, Corey Davis. Um, if they get Elijah Moore in there, if they have the running back situation uh, all good, I mean they lost Makai back he'll be he's banged up a little bit. Um. So I'm not really sure what his status is moving forward.
2: He's out for a while, I think, knee injury. Uh, well, that is very four, that is done. very
1: unfortunate for them. Uh, however, I'm gonna get my free pass of the taking the Jets early on, so I don't have to do it later in the season. This might come back to bite me, but I will take the Jets this game.
0: Yeah, but I if somebody it will
2: come back to bite you. <laughs>
0: Yeah, are you like being forced against your will to pick the Jets in one week? Is that what's going on? You're just getting it out of the way. I don't know. I mean, I I it's definitely possible. I don't think the Jets are the laughing stock they were last year. No. Um, I do think it's gonna be I, I don't know. I think the Patriots are gonna win pretty handedly, but if it ends up being a close gain on the stretch, it won't, won't surprise me. Um I will say the one maybe concern for for Jets fans is that the Patriots defense I think is much better than Carolina's defense. Um so if they had struggles against Carolina's defense, they're probably going to have even more struggles against New England, but we'll have to wait and see. Um, we'll now move into the Niners Eagles matchup. Both teams coming into the contest. One and zero. the Eagles demolished the uh, Falcons. Uh, I think, believe Chris, I think you were the only person that had the Eagles. So shout out to you, I think, right? That's correct. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So good, good, there, good pick there. Uh, Devontae Smith looked awesome. Jalen Hurts looked awesome. Uh, they did just a really, really solid week one win for them. Um, however, they play the Niners, who are another Super Bowl contender. Um, all They looked really good against the Lions um, for the first three quarters. And then Kyle Shanahan did what Kyle Shanahan does and choked down the stretch. Um, but because it was the Lions, they still found a way. The Niners still found a way to win the game. Um, unfortunately, I, I do really like the Eagles team. I think they're going to be. I think Chris, during our kind of like our preview episodes, you talked about how they could be like a really underrated team. Yeah. Um, I, I do kind of, I'm kind of buying into that a little bit. I think Jalen Hurts could have a really big year. Um, so I, I think this is going to be a really close game. But I, it's it's hard to bet against the Niners. I know everyone's talking about the collapse and everything, but. Um, I I think it was more so because they just kind of took their foot off the pedal and maybe it's because of the grittiness of the Dan Campbell lions that they came back. I don't know. Um, But I think they're going to come, they're going to want to shut up those haters again and they're going to take care of the Eagles. Um, But I think it's going to be a really close game. I think the Eagles uh, shouldn't be overlooked for sure.
2: Yeah. um, I'll jump into this one. Uh, I'm taking the Eagles because I think uh, (laughs) here's why, here's why they're at home. That's a star. I thought, they looked really good week one i think the strong suit of the niners defense which looked honestly pathetically bad against the they looked bad against the lions the second half of that game their strength lies in their d line and but philly's offensive line is very good and they're really healthy right now so san fran's secondary is a joke i mean this is going to be a bad secondary all year i honestly wouldn't be surprised if they lead the league or are very close in passing yards allowed this year because they, they were awful in week one against Jared Goff and a bunch of Walmart workers at receivers so so Philly with Jalen Hurts, with Devontae Smith with others I think are going to win this game and I think they're going to get it done. I think it's going to be a good game but I think they're going to get done man. I think the San Fran team while I think they're going to be really good this year and should win the division, that defense has me concerned after week one
1: well, yeah, I mean, you have to credit the, the Eagles for their week one win. And it seems like Jalen Hurts already has a good chemistry with not only Devontae Smith, who had a touchdown um, after some drops in the preseason, but also with chemistry with his head coach and Nick Sirianni, who we weren't very high on going into the season. They seem a well-oiled machine over there. Um, Kenneth Gainwell had a touchdown behind Sanders. That was good to see.
2: Sanders looked really good in week one, too, as yep. well. And, and they, they used him. Them- uh, in a good way, he got some. He got some nice receptions in that Thank game. Jalen
1: Rager, That's that Rager yeah. a
2: touchdown. Goddard caught a touchdown. They just looked yeah. good in week one. Their defense looked awesome too. And the Falcons suck, but they should. They sh- they're an offense that usually scores points, and they didn't in week one. So Philly, I'm riding high.
0: Yeah, I, I feel like I'm going to f- I'm going to feel like, about this game like you feel about the Raiders Ravens game last week because I do really like the Eagles and I'm proud. I feel like I'm going to regret it. I think they're going to win this game, but I do think it's going to be really close. I think it's going to be a good game. Um speaking of the Raiders, uh we got Raiders Steelers as we talked about quite a bit here. The Raiders somehow found a way to lose that game against the Ravens, then win it, then lose it again, then win it again. I mean, that was insane. All the fumbles and uh, interceptions, and you thought it was a touchdown, then it wasn't a touchdown, then they threw an interception. It was just insane. But somehow they won the game. Uh, And then the Steelers, talked about it already earlier, um, their defense really stepped up, and their offense did enough uh, to win the game. But um, I think, what's it, Croman, I think, your your turn (laughs) to start us off here on uh, on this one.
1: Honestly, the, the Raiders had no business winning that game. I'll just say that as much as it was very exciting at the end, you know, the Ravens should have put them away when they had the chance, Uh Lamar with the costly fumble um, after they got the interception, it was just kind of not sloppy, but it wasn't great executed football all the way around uh, even to overtime. Uh, I'm going to go with Pittsburgh. They, they're going to build upon a great week one win and beat the Vegas Raiders who, you know, should be two.
2: Yeah, I, I agree with Roman here. I think, uh, I really think the uh, Steelers are are going to get this game done. I mean, this is at home. Their offense, you know, didn't did not look great in Week One, but I think they have a nice bounce back week here in Week Two, and their defense is awesome. So I think they're going to shut down the Raiders, and you know, starting off two and zero in this division is going to be huge for them. I mean, we got Cincinnati going to be two and zero as well potentially with our pick'em if it goes right. So uh, those two teams up top, not what everybody was expecting coming into the year, but it's how it might be here. We'll see. We'll see how this week goes.
0: Yeah, and I, I don't have too much to add. I think the Ravens could not to jump ahead a little bit. They could start zero Um, with seeing who their their next matchup is against. But I I really like the Steelers team. Um, I I think they have a that was a nice win against Buffalo, um, and I think the Raiders they also have some injuries on both sides of the football. So um, like you said, Roman, as great as that victory was, it first first uh, game with fans in the new sta- in the Death Star in the new stadium. That was an awesome win, prime time, but. Um, I think it might end there, and I think the Steelers' defense is just going to really have their way with Derek Carr and, and company. Don't uh, even though I have Josh Jacobs and some fantasy teams, do not start him this week.
1: And even and even he tough. was battling some injuries during that yes. game too. He was on and off the I field. think he's
0: gonna. I think he's gonna miss
2: week two, man. He's got an ankle and a. I think he's, well, he didn't, yeah, he Plus, he did. he's got an ankle and he hasn't practiced yet this week. So he had two I touchdowns.
0: He had two touchdowns against uh, Baltimore, but other than that, he was pretty non-existent oh, for the no, most part. Kenyan Drake, at that points look better than he did, yeah, uh, which is yeah. saying something. Um, anyway. All right. We'll do it now to the NFC South divisional matchup between the saints and the Panthers. Uh, both teams enter week two, one and oh, uh, the saints had probably the, uh, I would say the most talked about win of the weekend. I mean, the way the Packers looked awful and the way Jameis looked great. I didn't even think Alvin Kamara had a great game, but he still did enough. He he did enough to like kind of still be solid, um, which is kind of worrisome. Roman's already got the saints in here. I like, okay, I want to pick the Panthers, but (laughs) they also did not look great. um, In my opinion, in against the jets, I, I was, I was, I wish they would have scored more points. It was still it was only like an eleven point game, I think, at the end, and it, it would have been the deficit. So um the Saints looked really good. And I did not think they were gonna be that good entering this season, but they kind of shut me up and I'm gonna kinda of ride with them until Jameis uh sucks and whatever. But he looked so amazing. and I know Chris is smiling. He's probably going Panthers here, but um, I think the Saints are going to get it done here. Marcus Calloway was also non-existent. He was hey, a he really was. good receiver, too. Juwan
1: so. Johnson, baby.
0: I'm going with the Saints, yeah. <laughs> oh, I hate that I'm going to I'm buying in, baby.
2: Carolina, I thought they looked a little better than week one than you did. I thought their defense looked really, really yeah. good. They're at home in this one. I also don't think New Orleans is as good as advertised. I know they put the absolute smack down on the Packers. The Packers just looked miserable in that game. I, I don't know, man. It's, it's another gut call like the Giants pick. It's, it's just my gut is telling me that the Panthers are going to get this, win this game, and, and, and this is one that really might come back and bite me, but I just am not all the way bought into this New Orleans team. Lattimore may or may not miss this week. I think that's big. I know I don't know his name, but I know the New Orleans Saints starting defensive tackle might miss the game. And there are Davenport. Yeah, Davenport. That's that's the guy I'm thinking of. He's a good player and he may miss the game as well. I actually think he is gonna miss the game. So I think that's huge for them. And and Carolina, I think CMC is gonna be instrumental in this. And their win this week. And Darnold is obviously the GOAT, too. So looked actually all right in week one, in my opinion. I thought he had a decent game. He had a fumble, but
0: other than that, he looked really good.
2: Hey, No turnovers besides the – or no picks, at least. And and a nice hookup to Robbie Anderson. So, you know, I think the Panthers are going to keep this close at minimum, and I got them winning the game.
0: Yeah, I mean, you already know how I feel about the Panthers. I I love that pick. Um, Roman, did you have anything to add on this matchup?
1: Jameis Winston looked excellent. I mean, he proved that he should have been the starter all along. Taysom Hill had a few plays but barely minimal in that game. Um, Yeah, I mean, if he can do it again, that would be very good news for them. Their defense can step up again this week against uh, the Panthers. Didn't really do a whole lot last week. But um, like you said, Chris, if Lattimore plays, that's huge for them as well. But, um, yeah, I think this is a pretty straightforward win for the Saints.
0: Yeah. I I love too. I know we're jumping the gun here, but I love that Jameis went to a team that's in the same division as Tampa Bay, which means we get to see that revenge matchup. I don't think they ended things on great terms. So I, uh, even though as much as I love Tom Brady, it'd be awesome to see Jameis Winston just go off against Tampa Bay twice later this year, both the wait and see for that. Um, now we got the Broncos and the Jaguars. Um, so we already kind of talked about the Jags did not look great in week one against the Texans, but the Broncos, um, they looked pretty good against the Giants. Um, they, they won pretty convincingly. Teddy Two Gloves did, played okay. Um, Cortland Sutton was, like, non-existent, which is a little scary, but um, he's still like pretty solid. Chris has already got the Broncos in. I got to be honest with you. Okay. Everyone's already got the Broncos in, too. I haven't tilted on anything yet, but I do have a, a sneaky good um, kind of pick I'm going to make later on in the episode. So I think I'm going Broncos because the, the Jags look awful, so I'm not going to get crazy, crazy yet. Um, so I'm going Broncos, too, but uh, – yeah, I, I, I don't. I think this game might be closer than people are expecting because I don't think the Broncos are like this dynamic, huge monster team, and I don't think the Jags are as bad as they looked last week. I think they were a team that was still kind of figuring things out. So I think it could be a closer game, but I do think the Broncos are going to win.
1: I, I will say I don't want to get ahead of fantasy, but if you have Bridgewater, Gordon, I mean, they, they both went off week one, definitely starts this week. Um, for okay. Jacksonville, I mean, I think there could be another pass, passing game late, um, similar to the Texans. James Robinson did not look very good, and that was just probably because they had to throw the ball a lot late. But, I mean, hopefully you can get back on track. I'm sure a lot of fantasy owners are, are hoping you can. But um, I think this game will actually be pretty good in terms of supporting fantasy players all around.
2: I think it'll be good for Denver's side, but Jacksonville looked miserable in week one. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, honestly, was awful. He was straight up trash in week one. I know his final stat line looks pretty with the three touchdowns and over 300 yards, but that was all in the second half. I mean, they were down like 34-7 at one point before he threw a touchdown to DJ Chark that really softened that stat line up a little bit for him and padded. Big time stat padding from Trevor Lawrence. I mean, I still think he's a good player, but. This is not the team. I uh, Urban Meyer, I was totally wrong on being high on him coming in and unleashing a college offense. They look pathetic. Yes, D- defensively, Jacksonville is miserable. I expect Teddy two gloves, Cortland Sutton and Co. Uh I expect them to have a nice game. And they look good in week one. No don't see why they can't keep going in onto their two and O oh start here.
0: Yeah, the only only thing will be interesting to see. I mean, I know he missed pretty much the whole game against um, New York as well. But Jerry Judy's injury, I think, could could maybe um, make it have an influence, but not at least not against Jacksonville. I don't think at least it's going to be not that notable. They still got some decent guys, uh, Timmy Patrick, uh, KJ Himmer. Hamler. Timmy, they they got some they got some other guys. Um, all right, so now we got Vikings, Cardinals, uh, two teams kind of coming off two different outcomes. I mean, the Vikings kind of turned it on the second half, but they got upset against the Bengals in overtime in week one, and the Cardinals just absolutely – I think we all had the Titans winning that game, and they just embarrassed the Titans. I mean, the Titans looked awful. Um, It's hard to tell in week one if it was more so because the Cardinals are a lot better than we expect or if the Titans are just a lot worse than we expected. I don't know. Um, But I I feel like I've started the last couple, so I'll start – Roman, you can start us off with this one. Vikings or Cardinals, who do you got in this matchup?
1: Well, of course we overreact to week one game. So, of course, the, the, the Cardinals are going to be in the Super Bowl, of course, uh, after that performance. The, the defensive line was excellent. Uh, Chandler Jones, J.J. Watt, I mean, they both were a great duo out, out there. Um, I mean, as a, as a Dalvin Cook owner, I hope he goes – he does decently, uh, better than Derrick Kennedy did last week. Um, but I think Arizona, I mean, Kyler Murray looked pretty good. I mean, if he does a couple more of those performances, he could be front runner for MVP. Um I will be taking the Cardinals this game. Will it be a little closer than Arizona's game last week? Probably, Um, but I think Arizona's going.
2: Yeah, I I agree. I think Arizona gets it done. Uh, Minnesota looked bad in week one. The only place I really see Minnesota having a chance to win this game is going to be attacking that Arizona secondary. they got to get the ball out fast, and they got the receivers to do it with Thielen and Jefferson. Um, But Arizona's offense is also really good, and their defensive line is unreal. So, give me Arizona in this one, and I really lo- am encouraged what I saw in Week One from them. Oh my goodness,
1: the Cardinals.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Maybe just, I just hate the Cardinals. I don't know. I don't hate the Cardinals actually that much, but I, I think we might see some regression to the mean here this week. I, I don't think the Cardinals are as good as they looked last week. I don't think the Vikings are as bad as they looked last week. And they actually like they really just had a bad first half. Like the second half, their defense was really able to shut the Bengals down for the most part their offense was able to find some firepower and adam justin jefferson didn't even have that great of a game and adam Thielen was awesome Um, so they get a big game by jefferson another big game by Thielen. i don't think arizona's defense is anything spectacular i don't think it's as good as it looked week one um i think uh, i think my minnesota has a slightly underrated defense even though arizona's offense is going to get a lot of points i think still but i think minnesota's offense is gonna be able to keep up with them i think they're gonna they're gonna win this week. Um, I had to pick an upset. I had to do something a little bit crazy with one of these picks. So at Minnesota. I feel good about them. Of course, I picked them last week and they burned me. But um, I don't know. I just like this team um, a little bit. Um, I'm not gonna get crazy with this pick though. Um, the Falcons. I, I don't. We have to do analysis. The Falcons suck. The Bucks are awesome. Um, and the Bucks. I mean, they the Cowboys played really well, and the Bucs were still able to beat them. Um, the Falcons looked horrendous. Kyle Pitts was non-existent. Even Calvin Ridley was not a huge no. factor. Um, so, yeah, Buccaneers, I think, winning this running away. Roman, looks like you might want to add something before we move on to Cowboys Chargers.
1: Yeah, I mean, if Tampa cleans up the turnovers, this shouldn't be close. Um, yeah. But, yeah, Rojo, Fournette, they need to get it together, and then they'll have a pretty solid game.
2: I mean, they yeah. really don't even need those two. To be honest, I'd say they just aired out against this absolutely putrid Atlanta defense I mean, they look – they made Jalen Hurts look – I hope it's real, but, I mean, it was
1: – The he Phillies awesome.
2: win was against Atlanta, and he looked unbelievable in that <laughs> game. But no saying – and I love Jalen Hurts, so I think he could absolutely do it all year. But this Atlanta defense can make a lot of quarterbacks look really good. And I – honestly, Atlanta, you know, I don't want to overrate to week one matchups. I honestly – they could lose out. They might not win a game this year. They looked horrible. <laughs> they looked absolutely putrid. I mean – I mean, if it's between them and the, the Titans, the two those are the two teams that I was most absolutely I was just thought they played pathetic. Actually that's not true. The Packers played anymore, but those three teams looked absolutely pathetic. And this is the one that I see sticking like throughout the season. I think this Atlanta team is gonna be hot garbage this year.
0: <laughs> I, I don't know about that. I mean Jalen looked looked like, He, he looked awesome fun. though. I mean they had that yeah, but like I it's hard – it's really hard to go Owens oh, especially 17 now. Okay, that's – I'm not um, kidding
2: about that, but I can see them being bad, bad. Like one of them yeah. – like They they are, they are going to absolutely be in the running for a top three pick this year. Yeah. This team is going to be dog water. I mean, I
0: think – I mean – I'm not going to get crazy, but they might be the worst team in the NFC. And I know, I know, I, I know, I know a lot of us are like, Oh, what about the lions? But I think, uh, I think the Falcons might be the worst team in the NFC hands yes, down. you I mean, go off week one performances, they, yeah, for sure. I think, yeah, were, I think the lions would have there. smacked the Falcons week one and that's easily. Yeah. So, um, and Rowan's not saying anything cause he doesn't almost like a homer. He's just letting the lions haters uh, do all the talking, which I respect. I respect. Um, all right. So we got Cowboys chargers now um chris how about you start us off with this one the cowboys coming off a tough week one loss it's looked awesome the chargers looked okay but still won the game. So what do you, what do you got winning in this matchup?
2: Yeah, this is probably the toughest. I, this might be the game of the week for me. Uh, honestly, I think these two teams are very similar. I think this is going to be a really good game, but I am going to take the LA chargers in this one. These are both teams. I like this year, but I think Dallas has t- suffered a lot of injuries in week one. You saw Michael Gallup go down. Uh, Lyle Collins is going to be out for a while. A um, couple defensive injuries as well for them. I I think it's going to be a good game, but I think the Chargers offense is really going to – I think that's the difference in this one. I think the Chargers offense – we'll probably talk about it later as well. I think they're going to have a very, very nice week.
1: I do like the Chargers in this game. I was planning on taking them, but just for purposes and, and being uh, different in the standings, I'm taking Dallas. I think Dallas' offense will keep them up their entire game. I mean, their defense didn't look particularly well last week, unless you count the two uh, gift turnovers. Um, so I do think it'll be a high-scoring game. I think Dallas and Dak Prescott are just a little bit better.
0: I'm I'm also with Chris on this one. I'm going with the Chargers. Um, I think their offense, because I think Washington has a really good defense. I think they proved that again in week one. I think that's why the Chargers offense didn't look as good as it possibly could be. And I think Dallas, especially with the injuries, we saw Tampa Bay light them up. I'm not saying the Chargers are Tampa Bay, but they still have a really, really good offense. I think Keenan Allen also had a monster game. I didn't even think Justin Herbert looked amazing. And I think he could look amazing against the Cowboys. So I'm going with the Chargers, but I do like your pick, Roman. I was also considering the Cowboys. Um, it's just those injuries kind of scare me, but I definitely, and, and the Chargers have a good defense. Um, I would say right up there with Tampa Bay's defense. Um, so I think it's going to be a really close game though, for the most part, but I do the Chargers winning slightly. Um, all right. So now we've got the Titans and the Seahawks. Um, I'll start us off with this one. Um, I, it's the Titans looked so bad and I don't think they're that bad of a team, <laughs> but like Julio Jones was like dropping balls and he looked washed. Like he looked, he dropped one of the ends. I know he doesn't score touchdowns, but he looked terrible. And I, I'm, I'm chalking that up to that. They're just not on the same page yet. They had the COVID issues. Maybe they just got to get, um, their, their, their crap together. Um, and even like Mike Vrabel came out and was calling out Julio and like the yeah, media, I don't know. It's going to be a tough season for Tennessee fans. Maybe we were one year early. I know we said they were going to be garbage last year, and they were awesome. Maybe we were one year early on that. The Seahawks, meanwhile, all the drama they had in the offseason, they looked amazing week one. Um, and I think – I don't know how they got the luck of the draw and played back-to-back AFC South teams to start the year, but I don't know. I think you look at last year with the Seahawks, they're they're able to start the season off well. Um, you just got to let Russ cook sometimes. And I think uh, I think the Seahawks are – I mean, their offense, I think, is right up there with Arizona, and I think you could be looking at monster weeks for DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett and Russell Wilson like we saw monster weeks for Kyler Murray um, and DeAndre Hopkins last week. I think this Titans team, they could be one of that big team that were like, wow, they were supposed to be good. They are like, they could be the Minnesota Twins of the NFL this year. The Minnesota Twins are awful, and they were supposed to be good. So I got the Seahawks going on this one. Roman, who do you got?
1: Yeah, I mean, Seattle, they had a good week one win. I don't know how you can look at that team and say they're going to finish last in the division. I forgot which one of you had that, <laughs> that but <was> me. <laughs> they're not going to finish last in the division. It will be close, but I think that division will be stacked. Um, all, all of those teams weighing their week one games. Uh, Tennessee, absolutely did not look good. Complete opposite of the spectrum, week one. Uh, I'm not going to take too much into that. I'm not going to read too much into it. I think they're a good team. Derek Henry was not particularly good. You mentioned Julio wasn't great um AJ Brown had a touchdown that's encouraging this is a tough game to pick I think it'll actually be pretty close um I'm gonna go with Tennessee hopefully they can bounce back I do think it'll be a great game um fantasy options all around but I'm gonna go with Tennessee
2: I am as well um I'm kind of pissed that Roman is is going with them as well I think they're gonna bounce back in a big way in week two uh I also look Seattle had a nice week one I absolutely still think they could finish I mean I, I honestly think they were probably still the least impressive team of the uh, – maybe maybe the 49ers. But they, they weren't – like the Cardinals were more impressive. The Rams are more – both teams were more impressive than they were in week one. I don't – I still haven't really ch- – I think they're a fine team. They could still make the playoffs. But I don't really think they're like an upper echelon team in this division. Titans are absolutely better than they were week one. Seattle does not have the same pass rush as the Cardinals do, clearly. Uh, their secondary ain't great either. They looked okay against – the Colts, but the Colts are missing T.Y. Hilton. Carson Wentz is coming off injury. Nelson's coming off injury. Titans come in week two. I expect them to get it done. I think they're going to win this game on the road. 12th man, smelt man. I don't really care. Let's go (laughs) Tennessee.
0: Their defense did look pretty... I know it was the Colts, but their defense... the Seahawks' defense did look pretty decent. And I don't know. I just... You look at last year, September, the Seahawks, we were talking Russ for MVP, Seahawks Super Bowl champs. And just because the Seahawks are maybe... The third or fourth best team in the division. That's still, I mean, they're still probably a top ten team. Top, they're top half of the lead team just because their division's insane. Um, so yeah, I, I like the Seahawks. But we'll go in now to the Chiefs Ravens. Um, this is probably the matchup of the of the uh, of the week. Um, potential AFC championship uh, preview. I mean, I feel like we've been calling for that for the last couple years now, and the Ravens just can't seem to get there. Um, but the Ravens, as Roman already mentioned, um, they were. They, Despite all their injuries, they really had that Raiders game in hand, and then they just pooped all over themselves and ended up losing the game. Uh, and the Chiefs, kind of the opposite. Uh, they did not look good to start the game. They, The Browns, they were going to run away with the win, and then the Chiefs came back and were able to show, them, hey, we're Kansas City, we're going to win. Um, so I think it's going to be a really good game. Um, but Roman, who do you have winning this matchup?
1: Yeah, Cleveland had the formulas for success there in the first half against the Chiefs, but I would just say ever since that punter, uh, it, I think it was all downhill from there, and that's why the Chiefs came back and won. Um, Baltimore, no Marcus Peters. I mean, I don't know who's gonna cover Tyreek Hill. I mean, I mean, he went. He, they, what they opened a play, uh, opened a drive with a 75-yard touchdown on the first play. That's just insane. Uh, Ty, uh, Travis Kelsey was good. Clyde could have been better, but I think he'll get back into it this game. Uh, and then for Baltimore, I mean, Tyson Williams had a touchdown, which is encouraging. Lamar is gonna run it all over the place again. Um, not they didn't really have a whole lot of offensive production. I mean, it was very uh, – they left, left, left a lot to be desired. Um, I'm going to go Kansas City, although I could, although it could very well be a close game. But I think there is a possibility of it well, in my opinion.
2: Yeah, Kansas City, honestly, it feels like they they consistently embarrass this team Uh I don't know, man. I just ah, – Baltimore injuries are just – have really, really changed my opinion on this team. They're already in a really tough division. I just think it's going to be – it's going to be tough for them to to win it now. I think they're shooting for a wild-card spot, and and they are a wild-card team, and they are not beating the Chiefs.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think – you can make an argument that Ravens might finish third in the division now. I um, think they're going with, to. With the way Pittsburgh – Kagan, kind of all of Baltimore's injuries, and you look at Pittsburgh, how well they look. As long as their offense can hold up, I think Pittsburgh's better than them. And I think Cleveland, believe it or not, is going to be the division favorite at the moment, especially if they get OBJ back. Um, their defense is really good. I think Cleveland could be the the favorite, which really sucks for Baltimore. because Prior to the injuries – um, I had them winning the Super Bowl. They were my Super Bowl pick, and it just really sucks because it seems like every year it's something with this team that they just can't get over that hump. Um, but who knows? We've been wrong before, obviously. So hopefully Baltimore can turn it around. But I think in week two the Chiefs are going to win this game. Um, I don't, I don't. I think it's going to be like relatively close. but I don't think it's going to be like a nail biter like we saw with the Raiders Ravens game um, earlier. Or, on monday night uh speaking of monday night the monday night football game that i know we've all been waiting for i gotta be honest with you when i looked at the schedule and i realized this was the monday night game i knew we played the packers and i was like What are putting us on primetime? what that's the jared goff effect baby we never got prime time when stafford was here um anyway we got lions packers um Chris mentioned earlier, if, the, if I think he was talking about, I forgot what teams, but like these two teams played in week one, this other team would have won. If these two teams would have played in week one, the lions would have won. I mean, the light Lions looked pretty solid. They, they, they started the game. Well, second and third quarter was pretty rough. And then the fourth quarter, they really looked good. Um, it's hard to tell whether or not that was because of the lions playing well, or if the Niners were not playing well, or if kind of a mix of both. Um, but Jared Goff I thought looked decent. Um, the running back duo of Deandre Swift and Jamal Williams looked awesome. Um, Hawkinson had a touchdown. The defense was, they did perfectly. The bend don't break, um, for the most part, but they also gave up a lot of points. So that didn't look great. But the Packers though, I mean, they just looked awful. I mean, uh, Aaron Rodgers looked horrendous and I, I like, I have a flow, but it, like Aaron Rodgers' flow looks so disgusting. I mean, that we could do a whole episode about that. I mean, he looks like a bum. Um, but anyway, they looked, they looked awful Only put up three points. So, um, I'm interested to in see what you guys think about this game, because I think it could be a little bit closer than we as Lions fans expect. Um, but I don't know, Roman, I, I know you started the last one, but I'll let you start with this one, too, since you are the, the biggest Lions fan here. Who do you have going with this Packers-Lions matchup?
1: This is the definition of a get-right game, first of all. I'll, I'll <laughs> say that off the bat. I'm taking the Packers in this game, but, but uh, there is a lot to like with the Lions. I mean, they had some good flashes week one, the first drive coming out of the gate. Uh, could have scored on that drive, but Jamal Williams slipped on fourth down. That's very unfortunate. Um, I was at the game in person. It, the building was rocking. There was a lot of Niners fans, but you can tell the energy was there. Um, and then the, the play right after that, we recovered a, a fumble on a bad snap. That was pretty hype. Uh, middle of the game, like you mentioned, Drew. I don't. I don't want to talk about that. At the end, though, that was pretty good. I mean, the Lions did not quit. They showed some heart. Uh, they put some great drives together. Uh, off an off an onside kick that bounced off of George Kittle's hand, and we recovered it. Um, could have. Tied it at the end, but it wasn't meant to be. Goff didn't look particularly bad. I mean, he had a pick six. That, w- that wasn't great, uh, and that was kind of what put the game away in the first half, but uh, broke a franchise record for most completions in their debut or in the franchise record uh, in a game, so that's pretty cool. Um, obviously, Hawkinson, Swift, Jamal Williams, they had some good, uh, good performances as well. I mean – I don't really talk about basketball a whole lot, but I think you can draw some comparisons between this team and the other Detroit team in the Pistons, whereas you know they're going to be bad. They have some decent pieces. As long as you have some realistic expectations, you hope they compete. You hope that you win some some games, but most of the time you're losing. But as long as you're optimistic, as long as you compete, which they did, uh, I think you know you can have a good optimistic season. I think the, the, the Lions are kind of on pace for that, even though we know they're not going to be a good team this year.
2: Yeah, that was a great speech there roman but i did not want to get thing, on the rant. but yeah the biggest takeaway i had from that is i would agree that they're like a basketball team in regards to the packers are probably going to put up a basketball like score against this defense <laughs> uh yeah this is definitely the definition of a get right game for the packers aaron Rodgers, if they can't if they don't win by 20 in this game i would i would be a little concerned if i was a packers fan i expect them to smash the Packers and Drew as may has a dumb weird face and if he takes the Lions here I'm gonna be thrilled because he's up two games on us so please do
0: yeah so I, I teased earlier in the episode that I was gonna go a little bit crazy North at the end and uh, that's why I wanted to go last uh, for this one because I'll tell you what. I talked about how Aaron Rodgers looks like a bum. I mean, just look at this face. That's an attractive guy right there. You see him? Jared Goff. (laughs) Jesus, Um, That's my quarterback, as Terrell Owens once said. That's my quarterback. That's my quarterback, okay? Matthew Stafford, he can go to L.A. He can diss Detroit all he wants and all whatever, do his photo shoots. Jared Goff's an actual Detroit guy. And I tell you, I mean, look, he he looked pretty good. And I don't know, I think – the Lions, because they didn't look awful. I always do this every year. I I pick them when I probably shouldn't pick them, and I'm gonna go. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with the Lions. I'm gonna do something. Jared Goff's gonna do what Matthew Stafford can never do and win a primetime oh game God. in Lambeau. Oh it, it's it's meaningless, but I'm going with the Lions um, because. And he'll hear me out, because the Lions like. They're they're a decent team. I, I like the comparison. What? I like the comparison to the Pistons, where they're going to fight hard. They're not going to win a lot of games. They're probably going to win five to six top all year, um, but they're going to be in the game. They're going to fight hard. They're going to do all that stuff. However, I more so think the Lions are going to win this game because of Aaron Rodgers. I mean, it's clear he doesn't want to be in Green Bay. He wants to be out in Costa Rica partying with Shalene Woodley and Miles Teller and those guys, and then he wants to do Jeopardy. Right? He doesn't want to play what bigger fu to the green bay franchise than losing to the lions of all teams on monday night football in primetime i mean they lost america's game of the week last week to the saints a team none of them, and Jameis winston a a meme a meme, a meme in itself now he's going to do an even bigger fu and lose to the lions in primetime he's going to throw this game that's what i, I think it's going to be a mixable I and mean, the lions are going to play well but i also think the packers i don't know it's just weird how bad they looked, and I think there's some. I know there's some conspiracies that Aaron Rodgers is going to throw this throw this season, and maybe I'm just buying into too many conspiracies. But I think uh, I think the Lions are going to win this game. I think they're going to shock the world. I I was right last week with Monday Night Football shocking the world. The Raiders are not going to be a good team this year either. So hey, I'm um I'm going. I'm doubling down. I'm doing it again. Make fun of me all you want. They're probably going to get plowed. But hey, I love the Lions. So I'm rooting for them.
1: Hey, that, that was beautiful. I'm sorry to cut you off, Chris, but two more things. I mean, Okuda, he's out for the year, even though he sucked week one. So
0: their defense got better. Uh, I
1: yeah, guess I guess you in. could see that. And then we didn't mention Panay Sewell. What a game he had blocking against Nick Bosa. Well, that was an excellent game by his part. He's obviously going to move back to the, the right side when Decker comes back. But in the meantime, he's looking excellent. And then similar to Chase, they both look completely different than the preseason. Uh, and I'm happy both are doing well. But Sewell, excellent, excellent game last week. There he is.
2: Just to remind you, Justin Fields scored a touchdown in week one. So yeah,
0: he should be our quarterback. But all right, let's move on to the fantasy pigs. That's what I'm saying though. Like I love Justin Fields, right? I think he's gonna be a great player, but I don't know, man. There's just something about this golf kid. I think he could be our quarterback of the future. Oh um can Justin I, Fields block
1: I, Nick Bosa? If
0: I <laughs> no. <laughs> um, but yeah, I if I if I um I kind of made that pick off the cuff as the episode kind of was progressing and I kinda was went chalk for the most part, but if I would have kind of pre-planned it, I definitely would have brought out my golf Jersey, but unfortunately I don't have it with me right now. Um, anyway, so we'll do it, go into fantasy favor. That was a good, that was a good week to pick them. I'm interested to see how this turns out. There's a lot of, um, this one's
2: going to be fun. That's for for sure. sure.
0: Um, but yeah so we'll do our fantasy picks of the week though so i believe last week i know i had the turn so i'm gonna i'll go first so just to be fair so i don't get the turn back-to-back weeks um i'm gonna go back to pittsburgh the pittsburgh Ra- pittsburgh raiders is about to say pittsburgh steelers is <laughs> the las vegas las vegas raiders um i like a lot of the steelers players this week um naji harris could be a bounce back for him um they all they have a lot of good receivers but I'm gonna stay I'm gonna stay with the guy who's on my team at the moment. I might trade him <laughs> shortly, course. but I'm gonna go with Chase Claypool. Okay. He did not have a great week one. Um he didn't get a lot ton of targets. He did he made some sweet catches, but in terms of fantasy purpose, I think he only had like 10 points in PPR, yeah, which isn't which isn't great. Um however I think this Raiders team, especially with the injuries, I mean, we saw what they did to Baltimore last, last week. Um, I think this could be a big week for all three of Pittsburgh's receiving weapons, including Chase Claypool. Um, and the reason that I'm, I'm picking him and not Deontay or Juju is he's probably on your bench. He's probably like your wide receiver three, wide receiver four. Um, just throw him in your, as, as your flex piece. And I think he gets you a lot of points, um, um, a lot of points this week. Um, I think he's going to be a solid player. Um what is it? Mapletron. Um, so yeah, I yeah think he's going to be, he's going to be solid. Um, and yeah, I traded for him in dynasty, a dumb trade that I'm still regretting a week later, um, at this time last week. So I'm going all in on Claypool, at least for this week against the Raiders.
2: Yeah. Um, you know, I think, and you try to trade him to me for James Robinson. I thought about it, but I ultimately decided to keep the running back. Cause running back depth is, is so important, but I actually think Claypool is going to have a solid week as well. Uh, I'll let Roman go next with his pick, but I'm hoping I can talk about this game as well. Let's let's just put it that way. But Claypool absolutely could have a nice week. I think he's got a chance to stink for sure, and he does that every week. He's got a very good chance to suck, but he also has a chance to win you a week, and I think this is one of those weeks I would be circling on the calendar to play my guy Chase Claypool.
1: Yeah, I'm not going to talk about anyone from that game, so feel free to talk about whoever you're talking about. Uh, I'm going to go with Jamar Chase, wide receiver from the Bengals. I think he had a good week one game. He can definitely build upon it. I mean, the corners for Chicago aren't really scary, unless you count you know, uh, Jalen Johnson, second-year man out of Utah. I think you know this could be a game where all of uh, Cincinnati's wide receivers feast, but I'm going to go with uh, hey, uh, J- Jamar Chase just because of the connection he had with Burrow. They look locked and loaded like college, so – I think you'll be very excited to watch.
2: Yeah, this uh, Chicago defense did not look great in week one, and Jamar Chase looked awesome in week one against the Vikings. I I could absolutely see another bounce – or not even a bounce back – another great game for Jamar Chase. He, this Honestly, that Cincinnati, they really impressed me in week one. I think Joe Mixon's going to have a nice week, and, and full disclosure, he's on my fantasy team. But <laughs> uh, big fan of him this week, big fan of this offense. I think they're going to have an underratedly high-scoring game against the uh, Bears.
0: I love these picks. So far, we're just naming off my fantasy team. Those are both Chase and Claypool are my flex pieces right now. So Chase and Clay. Um, I don't have. Uh, yeah, Chase and yeah, uh, um, I don't have any. Uh, any other Steelers on my team though. So I know Chris, you already teased that. So who's your, who's your pick here?
2: Yeah, I teed this one up for myself. Uh, You already mentioned him. We already mentioned him bouncing back. It's Najee Harris. Uh, You know, obviously he's a little bit of a higher end option than your two picks, but I'm not calling for him to be solid this week. I think he's going to be the overall RB one this week. That's what I'm calling for. I'm calling for, yeah, this is, you know, a a second round pick. So maybe a guy that doesn't belong on the start, you you know, you're not going to, but You're not going to sit in, but he did have a really bad week one, and I was very disappointed, but he had all the work, all the snaps on the field, the only running back with a 100% snap share. I think he's going to catch some passes this week. I think he's going to at least run one in for sure, and I think he's going to get a whole bunch of yards against the Raiders' defense that did not look great in week one against the run. Their pass rush looked all right, but Yannick Ngankwe is going to miss. So uh, their run defense looked really bad. I mean, they allowed a lot of rushing yards last week, and I expect this to be a bounce-back game for Najee Harris and do you guys have anything to to talk about with him before i jump into my second
0: pick nope go ahead i love the pick yeah. All right. It's a good pick. All
2: right. So I got a couple other interesting names on my list. Uh, another running back that maybe I'll mention at the end of the episode. We've already talked about this team having a nice week, but I'm going to go with the, with a quarterback here, and it's a guy that definitely disappointed in Week One, and that's Justin Herbert. I mean, you know, obviously it's it's kind of another guy that may be a little bit of a bigger name drafted to be your starting quarterback, but he stunk in Week One. Let's be real. he had a bad Week One. He had only had 15. Fantasy points, which is not enough. For, it's a bust week for a quarterback. He was him and Ryan Tannehill were very similar in week one. Both of them really stunk it up against what I thought. I thought they would both have really solid week ones, but you know he gets Dallas in week two, and that defense obviously isn't going to be great. Dallas's offense is going to score points. Like we already said, I'm very excited to watch this game. And I think Justin Herbert, similar and Najee Harris, could absolutely be the QB one this week. I think I'm going with, you know, a couple disappointing stars that really stunk it up in week one that have good matchups in week two. And I think they're going to have top – they both have absolutely top five upside. I'm calling both – these could be your QB one and RB one this week.
1: Yeah, I like that. I like the pick. Um, should be a very beautiful day for fantasy players in that game overall, like I mentioned earlier. But I, I, I absolutely
2: agree with that.
0: Yeah, and even to kind of piggyback off that, it's scary for like Keenan Allen fantasy, like in a good way for Keenan Allen fantasy owners, is he had a monster week one. And like you said, Herbert didn't even play well, and they were against a good defense. Have a
2: nice week. Um, Eckler should have a nice, honestly, anybody in this matchup, I'm starting them pretty much outside of maybe the. I mean, even the tight ends, you can play Jared Cook in this matchup. I mean, I just love this game. I had to get – I could have named a lot of different guys in this game, but I decided to go with probably the most disappointing pick from either one of these teams, which was Herbert. Didn't have a great week one.
1: Yep. Yep. I'm going to go with my last guy now. It's actually two guys, but I'll make it pretty quickly. Number one, TJ Hawkinson. I think he's going to have another good game. Uh, You're obviously going to start him if you have him, but Jared Goff targets the tight end a lot. We saw it week one already. Had a touchdown and a two-point conversion, as well as a bunch of other targets. So I don't think that I think that continues for sure. What he did last week, I think he's a solid uh, play in fantasy. If if you're playing double quarterbacks, you can definitely start him uh, or a streaming option for sure. I think he's going to go have another good game against a susceptible defense. Um, So definitely pick him up or start him if you have him. Yeah, Yeah, I I like to pick.
2: Yeah, I, I think Hawkinson is going to be a really, really good player for the entire season. Uh, he's absolutely, He's got a chance to be top three tight end this year. I mean, he was awesome in week one against the 49ers who were actually really awesome against uh, tight ends last year. They were the best defense. I think they only gave up six fantasy points a game last year to tight ends. And this year in week one, Hawkinson looked very good. And I expected to have yeah, yeah, he he went off, but I, I think he could go off against the Packers defense. That doesn't scare me, and they allowed hey, they allowed two touchdowns to Juwan Johnson last week. They also allowed six targets to Adam Troutman. Both guys were involved. Hawkinson's really the only tight end, only receiver in town. I think he could have a very nice week.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think Hawkinson, Jamal Williams, and DeAndre Swift are all, even though they're on the Lions, I mean, they, they're all going to be pretty big uh Good fantasy pieces, because I mean they're good players, but also because there's literally no receivers. I think Tyrell Williams already hurt too, so he's um, not protocol. No, he's not yeah, Quint, Quintez Cephas had a uh, had a solid game, um, but other than mm-hmm. that, I mean it's there's not a lot out there for the Lions. I don't even think Cephas is going to be that consistent either. Um, so yeah, Jamal uh DeAndre as well as Hawkinson I mean I, I love them regardless of the matchup um, especially but.
2: against the Packers who don't have a good run defense and also already struggled against the tight end in week. I mean they don't they didn't have a good defense in week one at all but yeah normally the Packers have a brutally bad run defense so I think Swift and Jamal could be they're both banged up right now but if they play which I assume they both will probably will will go well
0: and that's another element to why I think the Lions are going to win this game is Jamal Williams' revenge uh, game, <laughs> big game for him. What about the Geronimo Ger- Allison revenge? game? Geronimo Allison, Tim Red Boyle. Game. Should we start uh, Tim, Boyle? Tim Boyle? Um yeah. <laughs> start Geronimo
2: uh, Allison in fantasy. That was my. That's my. Well, week two takeaway. And also
0: like this isn't my pick, but since I'm last, I can mention his name again real quick. If I still had his, his head shot up, I'd show it again. But Jared Goff had thirty points of fantasy points last week. <laughs> um I think I think you could stack the lines. You could have Goff Jamal, Swift, and Hawkinson um, as your starting picks and probably come out victorious against this mm, weak Packers no. defense. I mean, uh, if you would have started them all last week, you would have—you probably would have won. I mean, what? You would have. Definitely would have. Like 150 or, uh, points. I think Jamal and Swift both had 20. Hawkinson um, I don't, I, had
2: 30 and Goff had 30. I, Goff
0: had 32. Yeah, I mean, you would have won. 120 points. <laughs> um, so there you go. You just need to find two receivers and then just get a bunch of Lions. Um, but anyway, I'll go to my team. I'm going to go to actually one of my other favorite team for my two picks. And I'm the last. I'm going to cheat a little bit. I'm going to go with two guys. Um, and it is in the New York Jets game. It's the New England Patriots. If you're streaming quarterbacks right now, I would say go with the Mac attack, wow. Mac Jones, because Sam, I'm, I'm going, I'm not like you guys. I'm not basic. I'm going, I'm going a little bit deep cuts right here. Okay. Um, just because like Sam Darnold, as much as I love the guy, I feel like their talent is pretty equal. Um, and I think the, I think Sam Darnold had like 20, 21 points last week, maybe even 22 a points. rushing re- touchdown
2: and a passing touchdown. which is
0: Yeah, which is really good. And I think Jones has the potential to have more than just one passing touchdown, even if he can't get the rushing touchdown. Um, he looked pretty solid in week one. Um, I think they're going to be determined to win, especially after they lost uh, to the Dolphins. Um, so I think he's going to be a solid pick, only if you're trying to stream quarterbacks. If you're in that kind of zone, I think he's a really solid guy that you can add it and throw in your lineups. The other guy who I think is maybe going to be a little bit more notable, um, is Damian Harris? I mean, he had a hundred over a hundred yards rushing last week. Kind of went under the radar. I feel like for the most part, um, and I think the Dolphins' defense is is way better than the Jets' defense. Um, even the Jets' defense is respectable. So I think Damian Harris is going to feast. Um, and I think you can probably start him as your kind of your second or third flex. Um, not second or third. Second or third RB is what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, I, I think he could be a really, really kind of really solid option, especially if you can find the end zone. Cause I don't think he found the end zone last week and he had the fumble, which is why he only had like 10 to 11 points. It's still solid. Um, but if he finds the ends, I mean, you're looking at 16 to 20 points, which is be, could be awesome out of your RB two or flex spot. Yeah. So I really like Damon Harris more than Mac Jones. But I wanted to mention him as well.
2: Yeah, I'll, I'll touch on both guys. Uh, Mac Jones, I, I can I can kind of get on board with this one, but I'm a little worried, and I have a little bit of fears with both options. Even though I do kind of like both guys, Jones, I think this could be a game where New England gets off to a hot start, and he doesn't have to do much. Maybe he ends up with one passing touchdown, to 200 yards, has a great game, but doesn't they don't need him much. I can see this running game run all over the Jets potentially with Damian Harris. But the problem is Damian Harris just fumbled to lose them week one. Maybe he goes into the doghouse for week two. He's lucky that Ramondre Stevenson also fumbled in the game pretty, pretty late on in the game too. a pretty, another costly fumble for them. So he'll probably retain the starting job and, and get plenty of carries. There's a little risk. I mean, Mac Jones obviously is just a streamer. So I wouldn't say there, this applies to too many guys. You're not starting them over like Justin Herbert or Jalen hurts, but You will if you have a crappy matchup with a crappier quarterback, I would say. And then Damian Harris, I would start him for sure. I I, I think he's an RB2, but there's definitely some risk of him not getting the same workload he did in Week 1, even though he had a great Week 1 game.
1: Yeah, even though I took the Jets, I mean, if it's not going the Jets' way, I think it could be that or a blowout, in which case it should be a pretty efficient game for Mac Jones, like you mentioned, Chris, so you might not have to do a whole lot. But Damian Harris, I I think he'll be a fine play this week. I, I think, you know, you had... No, I'm, no, I'm sorry, but anyways, but anyway, uh, Demon Harris should be a fine play this week. I'm, not, I'm not too concerned about the fumble.
0: You can start James White. He was kind of fantasy relevant uh, <laughs> week one too. I think he had double digit points, so, uh, got a bunch of receptions. So you could go with him too. Um, but do you guys have anything else before we end this episode?
2: No, I'm very excited for week two, man. I mean, a uh, lot of really, really fun games, a lot of differences in our pick em. Like, these records are going to be very different going into going into week three, and somebody's probably going to be very, very sad. Could be me.
0: Yeah, definite possibility, um, but I'm happy I picked the Lions because I like picking the teams that I like to root for. Um, so yeah, I'm going with the lions, the hey we all hit the Packers last week and they lost. So who knows? Um, but that's definitely probably the biggest game. I would say probably Romans jets pick. That could be another one. That's, um, some people would probably be pretty surprised by that. Um, I would say honestly, even Chris, we each had kind of a random pick Chris's giants as well as the Panthers pick. I think Yeah. Um, those, those are clear upsets as well. So, Hey, Daniel um, Jones
2: is four and oh against Washington football team. He's four and 19 against every other team. So, Hey, let's make it five and oh.
0: You never know. Um hopefully the the sidelines don't come up and uh he trips over them again like he did last time when he was on Thursday night football, I believe. That was uh, funny. That was hilarious. Um or I guess the yard lines, it wasn't the sideline. Anyway, everyone knows what I'm talking about. If you the don't know what I'm talking monster, about, right? look the turf the monster video.
2: comes up fast for sure. It is That's hilarious. I mean.
0: It I have never laughed that hard during a football game. I and mean, then I was kind of just in shock that it actually happened, but um, I think this is last year in New York, hopefully, because I do think they have some solid pieces. They just need a better quarterback. Anyway, we don't. We're not talking Giants right now. Um, yeah, that's so I'll do it for this episode of the Zone Defense Podcast. Um, we have plenty of in-season content. We'll keep we keep doing these um, pickums every single week, along with the fantasy uh, analysis. Um, if any big breaking news happens as well, we'll probably do maybe a, a shorter episode, an emergency pod. Um, so be on the lookout for those. Um, and yeah, make sure you subscribe us on YouTube, follow us on um, Spotify and Twitter, Zone Defense Pod, and certainly have a podcast so you don't miss any of that awesome content. Um, be sure to smash that like button down below and drop comments. Uh, let us know what you thought about any of our fantasy picks along with our pickums, as i already mentioned we did make some ballsy picks i think all three of us did um so let us know what you what you thought was the ballsiest um or if we if or if we went too chalk there um, for some other picks so um yeah just let us know we love reading those comments and trying to respond to them as quickly as we can but once again thank you for listening to this episode and we'll see you next time peace
1: see ya